Welcome to the Wild Soul Cast. I'm your host, Anna Kinkela. This is a sacred space where we hold deep conversations on spirituality, conscious leadership, feminism, creativity, and how to more meaningfully and intentionally nurture connection within ourselves and with others. Welcome to the Wild Soulcast. This is your host, Anna Kinkela, and this week we are diving into the final installment of the five-part series on embodied leadership through the five elements. I'm feeling bittersweet about the series coming to an end, but also really excited to dive into this last installment. Um, which is all about the ether element. If you have not been following along with each one of the installments, I recommend that you go four weeks back and really start the journey with us at the very beginning with the air element. Um, But either way, if you listen to the episodes either all together or by themselves, you will receive some nuggets of wisdom that will be helpful as you rise into a different level of embodied leadership in your life and in your business. The way that I teach embodied leadership really comes from the space of acknowledging our wholeness and allowing our body's wisdom to really lead the way, whether it's in our life or in our business. Powerful leadership doesn't come from what you know in your mind. It comes from how you embody the things that you know to be true. And knowledge is wonderful and knowledge is important. And if we're not leading from our intuition, if we're not leading from our center, then we are not going to be powerful and effective leaders because it all has to be felt within our own experience for it to truly reflect in our external environment. So this series is all about you learning how to step into each different layer of embodied leadership through this becoming that really starts in your body and that really actually starts within nature because our physical bodies and all of who we are are so connected with the rhythms of nature. And we learn so much by observing nature and by being in nature. Nature really stirs our creative juices. Nature allows us to connect with the divine that is already inside of us and that lays inside of our physical body. So nature is such a powerful teacher and nature creates the space for us to learn how to truly be and feel into that next level of empowered and rooted leadership that we all need in this world. One of the things that I hope this series has demonstrated is that we need to start within ourselves in order to be able to lead others. And the way that we lead ourselves is how we lead other people. So there's no separation. If you don't 
feel powerful, if you don't feel good in your own personal life, if you don't feel good in your relationships, right, that that is going to also reflect in all of your other relationships. We don't exist in compartments. And I think that sometimes our culture really tries to reinforce that, right? We have our life, we have our business, we have the things we do for fun, we have our friends, we have our acquaintances, right? And sometimes we step into the trap of overly focusing on one area without recognizing that each one of the areas of our life are representative of the whole. And so how we lead in our personal life is how we're also going to lead in our business. So you really have to start with yourself in order to see the ripple effects of what you want to achieve ripple out into every other facet of your life which is why for me, business, yes, strategy is important to some extent, but strategy for me always comes on the tail end when I already have my internal world on lockdown, when I already know how to sit with my stuff and I know how to work with my stuff and really release things energetically that aren't serving me and that are keeping me small, that are keeping me invisible, that are keeping me stuck in the same place that I've been. So this whole series really starts with what is being created in our mind, what are the emotions that are showing up in our conscious realm, and every installment, every week of this goes deeper and deeper into the unconscious, right? Until this week, where we are really zooming out of the individual I space and stepping into the collective higher consciousness that exists and really tuning into how is that being reflected within us, within our own body, within our own experience, and how can we tap into that space in order for us to really reach for our expansive, unlimited being to help us lead powerfully to help us lead from a space of abundance and recognition that what we put our mind to is possible, that what we focus on will yield results as long as we remain tapped into our expansiveness and our limitlessness in this life. So let's really dive into the ether element and start to understand what it means to have that as part of the equation in your leadership and why it matters for you. And just like in the other installments, I want you to first just tune into the ether element as it relates to your own experience. So when I say space, when I say ether, what is the image that comes up for you? And when you tune into your body, and ask the body how the space element is manifesting within your physical plane, within your experience. What is the body telling you and communicating with you? What would it feel like for you to be floating in space? What is that experience like? And so these are all questions 
that can help you get to a the core of how you experience the space element in your own life in your own experience and also tune you into the quality of what it means to exist in space and so for me space is really just a reflection of our highest consciousness and oftentimes when I meditate and when I breathe into my third eye what I see in that space is me floating among the stars and floating in the universe and so there's this sense of weightlessness this sense of expansion that I have in my body this sense of limitlessness and when I tap into that sense within my physical plane I become more embodied in my ability to access my own limitlessness that really comes from that highest self from that space where we are the collective where we are one with the universe and with others And even though this is the last element that I talk about and that I help folks tune into within my group program, Embodied Wildness, this is probably one of the most important ones because the space element really connects you with, one, your highest belonging in this universe, like that true belonging within you. And two, it connects you with your highest purpose, your truth, and your deep connection with everything around you. And this really means that everything that you experience in your human reality is a reflection of your own vibration. So we can see ourselves in the vibration of nature. We can see ourselves within one another, right? And at the end of the day, where your vision, where your inspiration comes from is from that reflection. You are that vibration. You are the creative vibration of the universe. And that creative vibration of the universe is reflected within nature. It's reflected within every person that you meet, right? And so the space element is connecting you with your highest belonging, with your highest self. And it's also connecting you with everything else around you at a very intrinsic level. And as human beings, one of the ways that we actually don't experience our joy, the way that we cut ourselves off from our joy is because we're not connecting with that deepest part of us enough. We're not seeing the reflection of one another within each other. And we're not tuning into all of who we are in what nature is beautifully and artistically showing to us in every moment that we choose to tune in. And so, so ether is both our individual and our collective belonging in this universe. It's so powerful. And this is what I find that actually most leaders are missing. 
they're missing this connection. And I think the reason that they're missing it is because there's so many different ways we talk about spirituality and so many different practices that we can have. And at the end of the day, what is required of you is to connect with your highest self on a level that goes beyond just focusing on the breath and that goes beyond focusing on an object. You have to connect with yourself at that cosmic level. And so while meditation in and of itself, no matter what kind you do, is beneficial, what is necessary for you is to understand your cosmic being, that highest self that isn't wrapped up in the ego, that's completely free and limitless and has everything that she needs within herself to create what she wants to create, right? Getting to know this part of you is what brings everything else together. Once you truly tune into the archetype of that highest self and tune into what it feels like to be her and who she truly is, you know, five, 10 years down the road, what she's experiencing, that that is what is going to pull you forward in your vision. That is what is going to give you the creative downloads that you need in order for that vision to continue to grow and expand and really meet your true capability and your true purpose and what you're here to do on in this life and in this world. So I want to share what this looked like for me and my own personal experience, because hopefully maybe it relates to some of what you're experiencing. But for myself, I had a very loose relationship with my spirituality. Like for me, spirituality was going into nature and Um, allowing myself to really sink into the moment and enjoy the experiences that I was having. And that's not wrong or bad. But what I wasn't doing was I wasn't really connecting to this deeper part of myself that exists outside of my ego limitations and ego stories. And very early on, before I even had this business, before I quit my job, I was in the space where I had this vision and I had a very kind of vague sketch of it. Like I knew I wanted to help people. I knew I wanted to leave my full-time job. I knew I wanted to create something, but I didn't quite know what that was. And I spent years, literally years, procrastinating on my vision and procrastinating on trying to understand what it was because I was so stuck in the ego. I was stuck in my stories. I was stuck in the limitations that my mind was creating for me that were based on these limitations that I had inherited from either my family or from experiences that I had early on, right? And I was so stuck in that realm, in the ego realm, that there was no way that I could really learn how to bridge from 
the ego and into my vision because I didn't feel it. I didn't see my highest vision. I was just so stuck in not knowing and I was so stuck in what I thought I could or couldn't do. And the moment that things shifted for me was when I started taking my spiritual practice very seriously, when it actually became a practice instead of a label that I was a quote-unquote spiritual person. And it came down to me becoming devoted, wholly and truly devoted to myself and to that connection with my highest self. And I don't think that we often think about that devotion, that commitment to ourselves and that commitment to our spiritual practice. And we often put it last on the list because we're so quote unquote busy. We have a long to-do list, whatever, whatever, like things that are quote unquote more important than that. But for me now in my business, my spiritual practice comes first. I have to fit in my spiritual practice on a daily basis or else I know that I'm not going to be able to connect with my creativity. I'm not going to be able to connect with my vision and I'm not going to be able to connect with my clients in the way that I need to in order to help them tap into what they need to tap into to birth their vision into their life. Connecting with your highest self is what opens the channel for you to receive. It's what opens the channel for you to receive downloads about your vision. It helps you to access your power and your truth. It helps you to witness yourself from an entirely different perspective, not from the perspective of things are happening to me, but instead from a perspective of things are happening for me. And I am the ultimate creator of my life, of my business. And I have the power to shift what is happening right now. I just need to tap into that space within myself that has the deep wisdom, the deep knowledge, and the deep knowing of who you truly are. And as humans, it's hard for us to be in that space all of the time because, you know, by default, as humans, we have so many emotions and thoughts and ways that we are triggered by things in our environment, by the things that we experience. And so we have to, you have to make it a regular practice to tune into that part of you that is within reach, that is within your experience, but that the ego blocks so much. It's about untangling the obstacles within you that keep you from integrating that true self, that wildness that core of you into how you lead every day so that the highest self becomes a part of the pie from which you lead so you can tap into that inner knowing and that inner wisdom. When I started to get into a meditation practice that took me into that cosmic space within myself where I was really experiencing what it felt like to 
float amongst the stars, to be in space, to see the limitlessness that was around me. When I started to feel into that, my highest self opened up to me in a way that I didn't know was possible. And what happened is I just started receiving all these intuitive downloads about what I'm here to do in this world and what I'm here to create. And she is also the one who helped me embody the power that I needed in order to take action on the downloads that I was receiving. Because I was feeling her in my body, because I was feeling into who she was, and she was part of my everyday experience, it wasn't hard for me to then recognize my ego stories and how they were keeping me limited and jump into her experience and be her in the moments where I felt the most fear, in the moments where I had the most struggle, the most obstacles that came up, the most procrastination. And the more I practiced on a daily basis, the more that my connection with that part of me grew stronger, the more I flexed that muscle, and the more embodied I became within myself and within my own leadership. And so that is how I came to this business. That is how I continue to lead my business is by doing my spiritual practice every day. And I think people get into this space of minimization of what it means to have a spiritual practice because, you know, there are the realities of everyday life that can feel so overwhelming. So the spiritual practice feels like, you know, this cherry on top that we get to do if we have the space to do it, but it's not. Your spiritual practice and how well you connect to this part of you is what pulls you forward. It is what creates the success that you want in your life. And without it, the real human stuff that you have to deal with, like bills, um, like parenting, um, like, you know, being in relationship with your spouse, aren't going to change because you're not allowing that part of yourself to shine through within you and to be present in your everyday life. She is the key to helping you access the power, the strength, the embodiment of who you are becoming wherever you are right now. In other words, you don't have to wait five or 10 years to be this person that you are envisioning. You can feel her right now in each moment and allow the action steps that you're doing in your life to come from that space because ultimately the action steps are going to get you to where you want to go in five or 10 years. But you being her is what is going to help get you there. And with each level of embodiment, we strip away another layer, right? What makes that possible is you being connected with that highest self as she's holding the container for you to strip away those layers. She is how you learn to trust yourself at an intrinsic, deep, and whole level. She is the container within which you surrender to yourself and surrender to the process. 
And if you do not have that connection with her, you're not going to trust, you're not going to surrender, and you're going to be stuck in the fear of not being able to lead in the way that you know you can. Connecting with this part of you will take you from surviving into thriving. It will take you from your head and into your true belonging within yourself, into your heart, into your creative wisdom. Knowing and interacting and being with your highest self is what helps you to fully embrace your wholeness. The way that I start both the group program and the way that I started this five-part series was with going through the ego pieces and developing a different relationship with them and then shifting into patterns and then the intuitive wisdom and truth and finishing with the highest self because connection with her brings all of these relationships together and you understand then all of your different parts and then when you bring in the highest self, she is like the cocoon around who you are. She is she is the container, right? She holds all of that and brings all of that together. So that is why I left her last. But what we're doing throughout the program is we're helping you connect with her even as you are developing a different relationship with your ego, even as you're developing a relationship with your intuition. So it's all in service of really feeling and understanding and holding yourself at an intrinsic level. And that is that is what gives you true freedom. We talk a lot about freedom in this culture because a lot of us crave it. And definitely the women that I work with crave freedom. And freedom does come from having money, having time, right? All of those things can give us more freedom. The real freedom and how you achieve freedom through money and through time is actually by having freedom within yourself. And freedom within yourself means embodying your wholeness and your wildness, And so the highest self is what ties all of that together and what gives you ultimate freedom. So if you are putting your spiritual practice, your meditation last on the list, I want you to start to think about how you can begin to prioritize this. And give yourself four to six weeks of you prioritizing this practice and keep a journal And just start to notice how much your life starts to change. I promise you, the change is guaranteed if you commit to it. If you devote yourself to it and to yourself. And we all have busy lives. You might be a parent. You might have a lot of things going on for you. And I hear that. But it's all about what we choose to create time for. I've literally done my spiritual practice in the car, of course, someone else was driving, (laughs) but in the car at like 11 p.m. because my whole day was packed, but I knew that I needed to fit it in. So I did it in the car as my partner was driving. It sometimes means me really fitting it in between clients for 10 minutes. 
there's so many creative ways you can fit in your spiritual practice. And it doesn't have to be an hour long necessarily. But as long as you do it and you devote to yourself and you do something that's effective and helps you really connect with that soul part of you, you're going to start to see your business and life completely transform. When your internal world changes, your external world transforms. And that is a fact. And I'm living proof of that. And so are plenty of other entrepreneurs who are successful, who are doing their thing, who are stepping into their vision and showing up every day in their business and life. Spiritual practice and meditation is like brushing your teeth. If you don't brush your teeth, your teeth are nasty by the end of the day. Meditation is like brushing your mind. It's like unveiling your truth. It's touching into the highest, deepest, most beautiful part of you that is there for you at any moment that you choose to access it. So don't skip meditation because it is like skipping the basic things that nurture your body, your spirit, and your mind. So start small. You don't have to do an hour right off the bat, but start small and just begin to meditate. And I want to spend a brief moment talking about types of meditation because there are so many out there. There There's so many schools of meditation that you can choose from. The meditations that I use with my clients really directly help them to connect with the highest self. And that means on one level, it can be connecting with the space element and with just the sensation of your body floating in space and breathing in through the third eye center that helps to connect with that expansiveness and that limitlessness. On another level, I'm always also involving the body in my meditations. My meditations are very descriptive. They're also based on the physical plane. So the physical plane is being used to access the highest self and that cosmic plane. So that you're really sensing that connection between the upper chakras with the lower chakras. So you're just not thinking it, but you're also feeling it and embodying it. It's a full being experience, right? And the other type of meditation that I like to integrate into my work is connecting with the highest self as kind of an energy or an archetype. So you're envisioning what the highest self looks like, what she sounds like, and you are opening up a dialogue with her and seeing what she has to share and allowing yourself to be curious and to ask questions. And this is also a really beautiful way to connect with that part of you. My rule with meditation is that I should be excited to go into meditation, that there is something juicy and delicious for me to explore within my meditation. So it's all about finding my joy in the meditative space and connecting with my whole entire being. So all of my meditations tend to be really creative and descriptive. And 
in my meditations, I'm often using my body. I also practice a lot of kundalini meditation, which is something that I've added more recently. So it's working a lot with the energy that's already in your body and using that energy as a way to transcend and to transform into your next level of embodiment, your next level vision. Those are the kinds of meditations that I'm encouraging you to do. But if you've never done meditation before, I think starting anywhere and starting small is also perfect. And that's going to lead you on the trajectory to helping you establish that practice more, to helping you lay the foundation so that you can do some of that deeper, highest self work. And I also have to say that if you're not used to doing meditation, it's also not necessary for you to start small. I think the practice is actually in just allowing yourself to be compassionate and to bring yourself back into the meditation over and over again when you lose focus. So I don't think there's a requirement to start small. I think it's just about your willingness to continue among some of the frustration that might come up with longer meditations. A lot of the meditations that I also use in my client work are deep meditations that take you into the unconscious realm. And if you've listened to prior installments of this podcast, you know that we have to dive into the unconscious realm, into the shadow, in order to shift patterns that we've had for a long time. And so a lot of what I do in meditations is help you to actually get into the unconscious realm so that you can start to shift things on the unconscious level so that they eventually start to shift what you're seeing in your external world. And they'll start to shift how you are feeling and being inside of yourself. So tuning into the space element helps you tune into your highest self. And your highest self is the one that sends you the intuitive downloads, the intuitive hits that you're receiving, the messages. And the more that you can step into who she is, how she is, how she is being, the more that you'll start to embody that within your own life. And she is really that powerful container that holds all of you, that accepts all of you. And that knows that everything that you are, every part of you that is sitting at the table is a part that needs to be witnessed, that needs to be seen. And that is part of your unique magic that you bring to the world. So connection with her means deeper, more intimate connection within yourself. And that is what creates the feeling and the sense and the embodiment of freedom in your life, and in your business. So if you are feeling stuck, if you are having trouble connecting with your creative self, if you do not feel like you are in your power, in your truth, that you are not fully connecting with your vision, committing to your vision, and having willingness to be the person that you know you are, to execute that vision, then you need to turn towards meditation. This is your answer. This is where the magic happens. This is what pulls you forward, even when your ego 
is doing everything it can to keep you back, keep you in comfort and safety. So she is literally the bridge to the other side and you need that bridge so that you stop being stuck in the ego stories and the ego limitations. That is what I had for you today and for this last installment of the five-part series on embodied leadership through the five elements. Thank you so much for joining me. It's such a pleasure and an honor to have you listening and tuning into what I'm creating. So thank you. I'm so grateful. If you are interested in really learning how to step into your embodied leadership in your business and in your life, then I highly recommend that you check out my group program, Embodied Wildness. It's a 12-week intimate journey through the five elements as we explore all of these layers of consciousness that I've been talking about for the past five weeks. You do deeper shadow work, you do shadow integration, and you connect with your intuition, your truth, your purpose, and your highest self. So you can arrive at a space of wholeness, embodiment, and wild soul connection. And that is what is going to make the difference in how you are leading and showing up in every area of your life. This is not a cookie cutter program. This is a very high touch, intimate dive into these parts of you within a sacred container with other women who are doing this same work. There is a link below in the show notes that will take you directly to the webpage that talks about the program. And please feel free to get in touch with me individually to um, answer any questions or really see if it's going to be a fit for what you are looking to achieve in your life and business. Thank you again for joining me and I am excited to see you next week with a new episode and a new exploration. Have a beautiful week.